Hello and welcome to episode 17 of A Diamond in the Plus. We had a break last week, should have kept you updated, I'm sorry. Honestly, just too much going on at the minute. I'm just knackered, <laughs> knackered sums it up. Um, we got a new puppy this week, exhausting. What? Why did we do it? I mean, he's gorgeous, he's an absolute little gem, but... I swear to God, it's like having a child. I haven't popped out a child, but I can imagine it's very, very similar because I'm pooped. I'm wiped off my feet. I can't be dealing with these getting up in the night, you know, toilet breaks, whatever. But hey-ho. I know after since having Wallace, like, they get through it, they get better. But yeah, it's just been manic, just been a bit crazy. This week's episode, I speak with the amazing Naomi Stella. I think she's incredible. I followed her on Instagram for a while now, so I'm really excited to have her on. Um, I go to Naomi for things like tarot readings, and I do some of her weekly uh, like Zoom sessions that cover new moons, full moons, generally just ways to improve your life sort of thing, mindsets. Um, and I think she's incredible. So I'm really excited to share the episode with you. And yeah, introduce you to Naomi if you haven't met her or come across her before, because I'm so passionate about spirituality and how important it is to recognise what's going on in our heads and what's going on around us, because the world can be naff sometimes, proper naff, full on naff. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's really good to sort of take those moments to stop and recognise, you know, what's going on and how can I improve things for myself. Sorry if you can hear any dogs dogging right well not I shouldn't use the word dogging dogs being dogs I'll rephrase that right now as they're both just sprawled across my lap exhausted from fighting for the last half an hour but yeah anyway here's the episode with Naomi I hope you enjoy hi and welcome to a diamond in the plus a podcast with me Jade Wakeling about how to feel a little bit more confident in your own skin and really nice to speak to you it's nice to be here been I feel like it's weird being live with you because usually it's over voice notes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly you're you're someone I've been dying to get on because it's just I just think you're great and yeah oh. I love the tarot readings I love all the stuff you do with your new moon sessions and stuff like that so I'm really excited to sort of bring that to people who follow me um so tell us a little bit about you and your background yeah, so tarot is something that I've only done as a business for probably three years now. I started it in lockdown, which I feel like everybody kind of like branched out and did what their passion was in lockdown. Before that, tarot was very much like for me and something I was exploring privately. And I just remember at the beginning of lockdown, I started this little secret Instagram, which was all like the witchy things and moon things and tarot. And then it picked up really quickly. I think I got like 5,000 followers within like a month. Wow. And then, yeah, from that, it went up to 10,000 quite quickly. I was like, okay, this is probably a really good time to actually look at making it into something. And so the reason that I started doing it as a business through COVID was because obviously I was in a retail job and we don't need to, you know, it's been three years since then, I think this week, hasn't it? So we we really don't need to like relive that. But everybody was looking at different ways to make money at that time. And it just made sense. Like I was like, okay, I'll do this as a pay what you can thing and just see what comes of it. And I was expecting maybe like, one or two people a week and straight away there was you know 10 20 30 people a week and it really picked up really quite quickly 
And so the business side of things, that's how I started with Tarot. That was the first thing I did. Um, thinking about more exploring Tarot and exploring spirituality and things, that started... Um, well, spirituality was always a bit of a weird thing for me because I grew up in a really strict Christian household where obviously it's not the same for everybody. And I think that religion can be a really beautiful thing. But in my household, it was a very restricting thing where they almost justified a lot of rules and restrictions and things like that. So when I was starting to explore crystals and spirituality and divination and things like that, it was really important to me to have that as a, a freedom, like a, a release. And so that's when I started to really branch out when I was about 20, 21, when I was in, established in my own home, because it wasn't something that I was able to look at when I was in that household. Yeah, I get and you. So, yeah, tarot was the first thing that I went to. It's the first thing I was drawn to. And I, I know that everyone says you always went to be gifted your first lot of tarot cards. But because of the environment I was in, there was <laughs> one person that was going to gift me them. <laughs> so I just bought my own off the internet. And that's kind of where I started. I taught myself. And um, at the beginning, it will be the same for everyone. It was very much like to the book, finding out the meanings and things like that. And over time, turning that into, well, here's the reading and here's how Tarot's backing that up. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I feel like for me, for some people, they just get thrown into spirituality and divination. But for me, it was a really slow process. It was like it had to be a choice to do it because it yeah. wasn't something that I was just surrounded by anyway. Um, but yeah, so now I do the tarot, but I'm also a wellness coach is what I would call myself. It's it's a bit weird to find the right word to describe because <laughs> I feel like there's so many different things that go into it. And then other than that, you know, I'm just at home being a mum of three, <laughs> which yeah. takes the most of my time, <laughs> which is why I usually work till like 1am. <laughs> oh, bless you. I mean, I would describe you as like my guardian angel. Oh. Like, <laughs> I get the tarot readings. I get to join in with your groups for like the new moon, full moon, stuff like that. Um, and the general like wellness stuff, like you said. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I, I really mean this. I'm not just saying this to blow smoke up your ass. Like <laughs> genuinely, it's made such a difference to like get me back on track because I used to be like way into that sort of stuff. Mm. And then I just stopped. I don't know why I stopped, but just did. So it's, it's really life, good to have, yeah, life, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life gets in the way. Um, so it's really useful to have that to sort of like focus myself, get me back on track, and and just to check in with myself because yeah, that's why I started to do the moon circles because obviously every two weeks you have the new moon, full moon, new moon, and I was just thinking for myself, but also with anyone that is following that, it's a really good um just a week before when I'm advertising it, it's like oh you know I did have this goal or I did have this intention, and it's just a really good time to check in with yourself every couple of weeks. And so that's what originally why I was doing it for myself, really <laughs> selfish reasons. Yeah, but, no, absolutely. You know, it is useful as that little like spur along to, yeah, yeah. To, just to take a few seconds or minutes or, you know, join one of your groups and just to check in. So why do you think it's important for us to connect with our spiritual self? There's so many different reasons. I feel like everybody is so, everyone has their own personal journey. And I feel like the main thing is the realization that sometimes we forget that every single thing is connected mm -hmm. and not in a way where it's like, oh, if one thing happens, then you're just going to ruin everything else. But more along the lines of when your spiritual health, when you're, when you're not connected to your intuitive side or your spiritual side, you will start to, without realizing it, see the physical symptoms of that and the relationship breakdowns and the mental breakdowns sometimes you know there will be all of these kind of domino effects coming from that and so just not 
some people are like scared of the word spiritual you know especially if they haven't grown up believing in a god or in angels or anything like that mm -hmm. which is absolutely fine spirituality doesn't have to be answering to a higher being and that's what I love about my perspective about this which I know everyone's very different but it's the fact that we do have it's within us it's us as energy and it's us like we are god in this you know we are the universe we are part of the universe and so being connected with spirituality doesn't necessarily have to mean oh i pray every day or I meditate every day it's just being in touch with who you are and like your highest self your authentic self and so that's where everything starts self-love self-acceptance relationships abundance manifesting like everything comes back to you and what's at your core and so it's so important to just keep in touch with that however you choose to do that yeah, absolutely. And I mean, for me, it's like, it helps me just to center myself in terms of like, when things are going wrong, my, uh, you know, my mindset used to be like, woe is me, I would have panic attacks, I would, you know, spiral out sort of mentally. Um, but sort of, after I've got back in touch with my spiritual side a bit more, I try to like, reason it out a bit more which may sound yeah. silly but I try to like tell myself that like okay something's gone wrong for a reason they even need to teach me a lesson or it's not meant for me or you know there, there's a purpose behind it um and I, I know we don't really want to say like everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. I just mean it helps me sort of like not take it so personally all the time yeah. sort of like work my way through it a bit better than yeah than having panic attacks and you know stewing on it yeah, and I feel like we're in an environment where it's so even though we're trying to get more in touch with like society saying it's okay to be anxious and things, you still do get judged for spiraling and you mm -hmm. do get judged for having a meltdown and things like that. And part of spirituality and being in touch with that is the realization that yeah, it's actually okay to feel like this. Yeah. But it's also my responsibility to reel it back in when I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really big part. It's just that grounded and centered feeling around it. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's so important in my opinion, and I'm sure lots of people feel the same. Mm -hmm. So you've just started a new podcast. Tell us a bit about that. Oh my god, terrifying! <laughs> <laughs> I was so yours scared starting this. <laughs> yours is the third episode I've ever done. I did one with um someone else that I've been doing some work with. Then I did mine last week for the first time, and honestly, like I overthought it so much where I was sitting yeah. trying to write scripts, and I was like, Do you know, what? and even tonight, like with the questions that we were going to talk about, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to write it all down, and I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're yeah. just going to have yeah. a conversation. Um, but the reason I started the podcast is because all I do is speak all day, you know, like, and a lot yeah. of the time, because I am a mom of three with such young children, I speak to myself a lot. <laughs> because I, don't I do too. Any, yeah, I don't have any adult conversation. Whereas you probably speak to your dog all the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Constantly. I'll find myself having these one-sided conversations with the cat or with the baby. And I'm just like, I have so much to say. And the way I do my tarot readings is because I do it over voice notes, so it's more accessible and time zones. I do find that it doesn't feel like I'm speaking to myself, but all the time mm -hmm. I'm just speaking with no response, basically. And I used to do YouTube videos. And honestly, I just hated getting ready for the YouTube videos, <laughs> like doing your head when you make up. And yeah. I was just like, I always thought podcast is what I'll do one day. And I kept thinking, and I always say to my clients, and there's a certain card, the two of swords that comes up where I'm just like, create your own timing. You don't have yeah. to wait. You know, you don't have to put it off. And I, that kept coming up for me in readings. And obviously it was for other people, but it kept speaking to me really, really strongly. And I was just like, why are you not listening to your own advice? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, so I just did it. You know, it was like, yeah. The week, yeah, I'm one of those people where I have to, 
it was the same when I wrote my book. Like I had to just say, here's my release date else I won't do it. Yeah. And so I did that with my podcast. I was like, here's the date. And then just did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can, I can imagine I'm, I'm such one of them people as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even getting around to like recording this each week, I love recording it and I love speaking with people, <sighs> but like, unless I physically put it in my diary and force myself to do it, I just, I just can't. My mind goes elsewhere. Yeah. I'm doing a billion different things. Um, so obviously I found you, I can't, I can't remember who I found you through. Um, might have been Sadie, Sadie Bay, Sadie Bass. Yeah. That's her name. I think it was on her story that I come across you. Um, and yeah, obviously got a tarot reading for you. Loved it. Really resonated with me. I think I replied the first time and was like, I cried <laughs> listening to yeah. it. Um, and I, I just loved, I loved how accurate it felt. And it was really personal sort of it being a voice note. Mm. Um, and I adore the fact you do a pay what you can. I think that's so lovely because at the end of the day it is your business like I appreciate that but I think it just makes it so much more accessible to yeah so many more people that when I've spoken to coaches or even like friends that are in the spiritual business it is something that it's almost like I've always had to stand my ground with it Mm -hmm. because I've always been not looked down on but people have always been like why don't you just charge more and I'm just like that's not obviously I do need to make a living but like that's not it doesn't resonate with me like it does resonate with other people I'm not saying you shouldn't charge more like it is an energy exchange but for me like I would prefer to be able to say right this is what we can do at the moment with that rather than thinking oh you just can't get it at all and so as long as I can hopefully forever I'll never stop doing that you know um the coaching side of things I've got set prices but again I've made it as small as I can absolutely it's and and for what you do you should be charging way more in my opinion because you <laughs> give you give so much um so it is it's really lovely that you do sort of think about you know the people that need to access your stuff mm. and how it can impact them so how would you describe a reading with you? Like if someone was to book in, what what's it like? Obviously I've had one, but I'll leave it to you. It always seems to be emotional. Yeah. <laughs> like I try to split it into sections as much as I can. So when people come for a reading, I'll message you a few days before and ask like, what do you want to focus on? But also leave it very open. And so usually we'll look at like career path or relationships or whatever, but it will always come through somewhere where it's like, oh, here's this emotional thing. <laughs> or here's this like spiritual thing. And a lot of the time people, I've never had anyone angry with a reading, but a lot of the time I've had people like elated or a lot of people cry mm-hmm. <laughs> and like in real life I'm really bad when people cry and I'm really bad when <laughs> I cry where I'm just like keeping it a distance but like I'm yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's something that's really good about the voice notes and having that like remote distance is that you can just open up without the awkwardness around it you yeah. can literally just sit there and open up from both sides you know from me doing the reading and from the person being able to open up and so many times people apologize for their response just because they're crying. And I'm just like, literally, like, <laughs> I fine, cry every yeah. day. Whatever yeah. I'm doing, I cry every day. So. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them. I mean, I love the fact it's like, <clears throat> sorry, it's split out into sections. I found that really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that it was voice notes, it just means that I can go back to it. And like, yeah. I love that. I, like, I listened through it you know in full the first time and then I did I like broke it down listened in sections journaled a little bit um but I remember with my first reading with you I was speaking to Max tonight before and I was I can't remember what I was upset about it was just something just life (laughs) life in general um and he said to me that I need to stop being a people pleaser 
And I was, yeah, like, absolutely. That's one of the worst traits about me. And I remember in that reading, you said the same thing. You was like, this might sound harsh, but you need to stop being a people pleaser. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, like, <laughs> shit, I've been called out now. Like the universe knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's certain, like, when things come up in, reason, um, in reading, sorry, like the word people pleaser or the phrase people pleaser, I'm always very careful to be gentle around that because I've always been a people pleaser. Yeah. And I know that sometimes it can feel like by being called a people pleaser, it's like, oh, but I'm not pleasing people. Yeah. <laughs> about me. And so I always try to over explain certain things like that just because I know what it's like to have that word thrown at you or other things thrown at you as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's a word that I try to come away from, but it, it is the only way to explain it. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's accurate and it's and it's useful. I like the fact that you do say what is coming to you or what's mm. on your mind, sort of thing. Um, because it is useful not to sugarcoat it too much because yeah. that's why people are coming to you. They want the advice. Yeah. So on my TikTok quite a lot, I get um like videos come up of tarot readings. And sometimes it'll be stuff and I sit and watch and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> and other times it's like, oh, you're pregnant with a baby girl or, you know, oh, your boyfriend's <laughs> cheating on you and like stuff like this. So how accurate do you think these are? I don't know if they have, come up on yours. Yeah, I have very mixed opinions about that. So mm-hmm. I did one general reading on TikTok and I just sat there and I pulled what resonated and I think it got over like 600,000 views on it. Wow, yeah. But I never did it again because it yeah. didn't feel right to me and yeah. I would never like look down on any tarot readers that do that. Obviously, it will be for someone or some people. But for me personally, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I There's a weird vibe around it for me. Uh, I just don't know. And there's something else which comes up where I feel the same about fertility readings. Mm-hmm. Um where a lot of people come to me asking about fertility readings and I'm just like, that's not something I offer because especially with like generalized readings and things like fertility readings and relationships, it's almost like that free will is being played with. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're just, like you said, scrolling on TikTok and it's like a lot of insecurities are built on TikTok tarot. Yeah. Um, and I'm not like I don't like to think of myself as Karen but I do comment on some of them saying like this isn't what tarot was about oh I can imagine I yeah, can the imagine other day I scrolled and one came up saying something I can't even remember but it was literally like and there were so many young women on the comments like basically crying about it yeah and I just put a comment saying like from an established tarot reader please all of you just go and like give your boyfriend a hug yeah (laughs) you don't need to worry about this video that's come up if it doesn't feel right it's not for you yeah no it is because some of the stuff is so negative and Mm -hmm. scary and just horrible to see but like at first there was that little part of me that was like oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) Max, what are you cheating on me like oh my goodness how does this person on TikTok know but then you are you're like come on like you know it's say it's got 20,000 likes well I'm sure you know not all 20,000 of us have boyfriends that are being unfaithful like you know something that I think is important because I do the pick a card readings on Instagram very rarely I'm trying to start doing that weekly because people do enjoy them yeah but I think there needs to be that choice so what I do is like pick a card out of these three what you drawn to Mm -hmm. whereas on TikTok it's very much in your face this is happening yeah yeah (laughs) again it takes away that choice it takes away that free will so that how can it resonate with you if it's just in your face yeah oh exactly that it is it's just like you scroll through and it's oh I'm pregnant with triplets like (laughs) who would have known (laughs) 
goodness yeah it gets a bit much so I love coming to your like new moon sessions full moon sessions any session any session you run (laughs) I'm there (laughs) cheering you on without my camera on um I adore it so how do you sort of how do your focuses change throughout the month because I'm trying to get more into this of like thinking about what I need to do like around a full moon or what I need to do around a new moon yeah, so to put it really bluntly, new moon is very much around intentions and full moon is release. However, with that, like with saying that, everything molds into one really. Like you can manifest at any time, in my opinion. I know there's a few super moons and eclipses where people say not to manifest, but I actually don't pay attention to that, which <laughs> maybe I should. But I feel like something that I've learned recently, which is really important through some coaching, is that you're always manifesting. Okay. Even when you're not like going to manifesting classes or doing your manifesting rituals or whatever you do, you are always manifesting through what you're doing, how you're thinking, you know, the vibes that you're tuning into, all of these things. And so you can't just stop manifesting one day. So when people are saying, oh, you shouldn't manifest around this full moon or whatever, or this eclipse, you can't stop manifesting. Even Mm -hmm. when you're manifesting things that you don't want, still Mm -hmm. manifesting. And so there's no like set rules, but what you do around the, the moon phases is you just kind of try to tune into the energy that's surrounding you anyway. So it can complement what you're already doing. So full moon is all about, because that's the end of the lunar cycle. It's all about releasing and making space for the new. And then two weeks after that is a new moon where it's very much around intention setting, goal setting. Mm-hmm. But like you said before, it's it's all about checking in with yourself. It's almost mm-hmm. like a routine to get yourself into. And that is the most important thing. And each moon has its own like sign and all these things surrounding it and it, it's interesting because I feel like you're always learning with astrology there's always something new popping up yeah <laughs> like and things like that but generally it would be full moon release and new moon intention and welcoming in but they do also go hand in hand okay oh that makes sense that does make sense because I'm as I said I'm trying to get my mindset like more into it and more focused throughout the month and stuff um but yeah it's, it's a bit hard when you start out so that's why I love your sessions because it does it for you <laughs> like you come yeah. along <laughs> nice bit of you know information from you meditation journaling like it's just all the parts that you know are useful and this isn't me trying to like flog it to people I swear <laughs> but do it if it's something you're interested in definitely give them a go because they're great um so obviously with your new podcast and what you do on your page you talk a lot about self-love and mindsets and um looking after yourself so what are your top tips for a positive mindset my it's literally the last week the biggest thing I've ever heard and it's literally like changed my life obviously it's been a really weird few weeks for a few of us like a lot of us have had a heavy energy and this video popped up I can't even remember who did it um but I saved it to my favorites where she was talking about basically like the more you just act like the person that you want to be the more you'll become them And so every single day this week, I've just been saying, like, stop saying, I wish I was this, I wish I was that. And instead replace that with I am becoming and think about how you're becoming that. And so thinking about like becoming your best self and having that self-love and that self-worth, that's something like such a simple tip that I would say, stop saying I wish and literally replace it with I am becoming. And it sounds so simple and it sounds so random, but it is something that all the way through the day like you're checking in with yourself and thinking I wish I was that girl I wish I was Mm -hmm. rich I wish I was skinny like whatever and you could say okay well I am becoming healthier I am becoming abundant I'm becoming more sensible with my money like anything like that and you can literally start to manifest in that way rather than thinking I wish but I'm not it can turn into I'm becoming and this is how I'm doing it 
Yeah, absolutely. I keep seeing lately the um the videos and stuff saying like dress for the job you want and like mm. in your head like pretend you've already got it, pretend you've already yeah got that job or reached that milestone or whatever it is yeah. you want and that helps bring it along quicker yeah because that's what's so important is literally I, I can't even remember where I've heard it but the idea of manifesting like I said when you're manifesting all the time I think that a lot of the accounts and the posts and the videos that we see are dress for the job you want mm-hmm. then you'll manifest it without realizing that without dressing for the job without having that intention you're still manifesting mm-hmm. but not for the job that you want yeah so it's just like that's been such a wake-up call for me and I want to like pass that on as much as I can in all of my sessions at the moment yeah. because it's just such a it's such a simple idea which it's not preached enough basically yeah. yeah no I agree it's um and it is all mindset like it absolutely is even sort of like when I started my page and you know tried to get more neutral and accepting of my body it was all mindset and it was all telling you know it uh, it all comes from the spiritual side for me Mm -hmm. realizing that like the world isn't against me (laughs) you know like I've got to yes I've got to put good vibes out there and I've got to do good things to get good back but you know, I can't live my life thinking that everything is against me and woe yeah. is me and all of this. Yeah, that's a really hard mindset. I spoke about this on my podcast where I had this realization where I was living my life thinking this person's triggering me. Why would they mention that? Why would they do this? And then there was this moment where I was just like, no, it's me. <laughs> like <laughs> I need to do the healing enough to not be triggered by that. Yeah. Rather than thinking, oh, I can't be triggered by these people. I can't be around these people. It's more like, what am I doing here that's allowing myself to be triggered yeah yeah absolutely sorry I was distracted by Wallace running <laughs> in with his bowl I, I'm I'll be done very soon my sweet pea, I promise <laughs> honestly this is the problem of working from home he's like a baby <laughs> it's ridiculous um so final question then full moons I see so much stuff on TikTok Instagram whatever of like what to do around a full moon and I'm like I can't do it all you know like I don't want Max thinking I'm a nutter sat there making spells and all the rest of it I mean he's very tolerating of everything I do but yeah he's not into that sort of thing um so we're gonna play a game of win it grin it or bin it so win it as in you would do it you want it grin as in grin and bear or bin it it's a lot of rubbish. Um, so around a full moon, full moon rituals, we got moon water. That seems to come up a lot. Either drinking the water or like having a bath with it the next day. Um, a releasing ceremony. Cere- I don't know if I said that right. Ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like burning the piece of paper, ripping it up, etc. Or meditation. Okay. So I wouldn't bin any of them. Okay. But if we're going to go with favoritism here, I would yeah. say... At the moment with me personally, meditation would probably go bin it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's just been something going on and everyone I speak to seems to be the same at the moment where no one can get their head straight. Like none of us can ground yeah. ourselves. <laughs> and yeah. even though I, I try to continue my meditations and obviously I guide people through meditations, I'm actually finding it easier to host the meditations at the moment than do okay. them myself. And so at the moment, um, through full moons, I would definitely bin meditation and <laughs> replace it with something else. Um, grin and bear it moon water because I love the idea of moon water um but I never get around to doing it yeah (laughs) like I used to really make an effort with that but I just feel like there's so much more to do at the moment so maybe I should like try to do that this new week I'm gonna make that my intention yeah um and what was the other one what was the um the releasing ceremony 
Or releasing ritual. Yeah, and when for the releasing ceremony, I always at the end of every single session tell people to go and burn some paper. Yeah. (laughs) But I always say go and release that because I think that's so important. And especially like being on social media and things like that, you will get comments, you will have all of these awful things coming your way and like in your day-to-day life, like all of these things where it does sit on your mind and it's okay for it to sit there. Like you, you don't, you shouldn't feel weak for having that affecting you. Like, it's not like you can just have it happen and then not think about it, but to have that intention and to have that choice to just release it, however you choose mm-hmm. to. And I always think that everyone's very different. I obviously love fire and everyone seems to <laughs> that, but you can literally drown it or you can rip yeah. it up or, you know, whatever you choose to do, that would be my favorite. I think that's something that always helps even just, even temporarily, if you did it every day, you would feel better for that five minutes after. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely agree. I'd never done it before until after you suggested it in one of your sessions. And honestly, it felt great ripping it up. <laughs> it like honestly, <laughs> it felt like a weight had been lifted. Like yeah. nothing had obviously changed. Like none of that stuff had gone in that instance. Mm. But just like physically seeing it being ripped apart. Oh, yeah. it's great. <laughs> it realizing brilliant. that it is that fragile someone's words even though it does sit on us once we choose to release it yeah it's that fragile it can just be gone yeah oh absolutely (laughs) (laughs) and I'm with you with the meditation one I can't the the last like six months or so I just can't do it I can't like close my eyes and focus I have so much coming into my head of what I need to do or what I'm stressing about and I just can't can't do it the last time I knew that everyone was feeling like this was lockdown okay oh okay like this world thing so I remember at the beginning of lockdown and when it was all very up in the air lots of uncertainty everyone was struggling with just that feeling of being grounded and switching off and so I don't know if like something's going on at the moment astrologically or if we're all a bit stressed about Easter or whatever it might (laughs) be but you know it might be spring coming maybe once spring comes we'll all feel like more grounded yeah true it might it's interesting though that you say that it's a lot of people that is interesting yeah it's a funny one and yeah moonwater I've never tried it I think it looks cool but I'm like yeah. I used to have a really beautiful moonwater jar from somewhere and I don't know where, it, where it's going <laughs> I must have gave up on that yeah well I'll hold you to it this this full moon uh, <laughs> right we'll we'll share a pint of moonwater together and yeah, yeah. <laughs> go from that well it's been so nice to actually get to speak to you in person um oh, I seem to message you my problems <laughs> constantly <laughs> so nice to speak to you in a bit more of a positive light um and yeah really loved having you on well thank you for having me